Today on the Gamerhead Saga, suck it, King, sue me. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Of course, Viking Jesus, Mike Nemitz, the man that's currently addicted to gummy bears. Charlie, your wife shouldn't have given given these to me. Do I need to take them away? No, they're mine. Do I need to take them away? No, they're mine. This is going to be the squishiest episode ever. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think of that. I should probably keep the chewing to a minimum. Um, (laughs) That's what she said. Wait, what? Yes. (laughs) That's what every... One said ever in that context. Did you just get the chewing to a minimum? In that context? Really? I chewing? I with the put, teeth? Yeah. Yes. You're oh. doing something wrong. <laughs> well, I'm paying. That's probably the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, these two jokers in the, in the studio with me. Over here is, of course, the man who apparently likes chewing, goat. And prostitutes. <laughs> That's out there. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> what, this isn't the Be Honest show? It is now! Oh, good, good. <laughs> and of course, over here with significantly more normal preferences is the Technotronic Horn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie! Normal, yeah. What? We'll go no, with that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the Brony has more normal? Hey, no, I don't do Clop Clop. Okay, that's great. <laughs> For bringing that out now, but st- the brony, <laughs> the man with ponies above his head, and he's all like, "I'm a badass in his photo." More normal. Prostitution is the oldest. Shoot on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, prostitution is the oldest job. All right, bronies are relatively new. I have no idea what that has to do with that, but it sounded really good before I said it. <laughs> Wow. See what happens when we miss a week, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Uh, by the way, sorry for missing last week, folks. Um, we found out that um, the Grammys are really entertaining when uh, Charlie's wife is narrating them. <laughs> so uh, by, the, by the time they were over, we're all just like, fuck. Well, there was that hippo incident, too. Oh, oh yeah. That's the well, that's the official story we're going yeah. through. But I still yeah. have some hoof marks that are going to be removed next week. That's impressive, because hippos don't have hooves. Yeah. They were really big hippos. <laughs> Might have been a crossbreeding program, not sure. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Who who leaves their hippos and moves to fucking Texas? (laughs) Who you can't bring your hippos to Texas? It's too hot. Oh, yeah. Do you know how much those things cost to ship? Well, then, Texas is a strict no hippo state. Right, bro. Giraffes only. Right, what? Okay. It's a tall state, so they have tall animals. Everything's bigger in Texas. There is at least one serious person right now who lives in Texas and has been to the zoo where are, there are hippos, and they're like, hey, no, wait a second. There's also that other person who's Googling right now going, hippos are legal in Texas. What the hell are they talking about? Because everything we say is serious. Yes, and factual-ish. Factual-ish. Okay, that sounds like a new Nabisco cookie. Anyway... (laughs) 
Um, Get the facts with chocolate with factless by Nabisco. Also, ladies and gentlemen, that we're recording a few days early because of the Super Bowl, and apparently there are people here that are be dra- being dragged to a Super Bowl party. Slash birthday party. Slash birthday. Oh, okay. That That's a little bit Slash better. free food. Um, I've been invited to some uh, something called a superb owl party on Sunday. That's awesome. I think it might be a typo, but... I hope it's not. <laughs> no, that's a thing. I don't remember I've seen that, but it's a thing. Su- a superb owl party? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want you to tell me how great the owl was next time I see you. After I, I, I bet it's I'll, a hoot. <laughs> and the puns begin. Begin? When did they end? Um, Point. Set. <laughs> anyway... Um, not a lot going on in the gaming industry yet. It's the calm before the storm before February and a fuck ton of releases come out. Can we use that? That'd be awesome. Can we yeah, call it fuck ton February? Fuck ton February. Hey, I like it. <laughs> let's, let's go with that. Also where Valentine's Day is. It kind of works out. <laughs> uh, There's going to be people buying a fuck ton of video games and fucking a ton on one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're on to something. Wow. I need to get if a hold of Hallmark. If they both in VD, then we have problems. I need to get a hold of Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy those cards just for myself. Quick, trademark it before somebody else does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Happy gaming. Fuck ton February. Get fucked a ton. By Hallmark. <laughs> Anyway, um, first, that, ma- wow. first major game that comes out in February is on the 4th. It's Fable Anniversary, which Goat is apparently excited about. Being, mildly. Uh, yeah. mildly. Mildly? Mildly. Mildly. I did have Lionhead Studios uh, favorite one of my retweets today. That was a step yeah, in the right so direction. Yeah, so you were uh, pretty damn proud of that. I was, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> so well, you're basically dating, is what you're saying. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to call <laughs> me for Twitter beta. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're going to call me for beta testing probably tomorrow and just fly me over to the UK. I mean, it's just that's the next step. <laughs> well, I have a uh, feeling they're done with beta testing at this point. Just throwing that out but there. But for Legends and, and that... Oh, yeah, true. You know, that tabletop tennis game they're working on. What? Anyway. Well, I would buy the shit out of Fable Tabletop Tennis. Fable Top Tennis? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. The Come puns. on. <laughs> Imagine going one-on-one with Reaver. Come on, for the gold. Huh. I'd play that. Um, so yeah, not not you know February is going to be really massively busy with releases. Um, but before we get into that, um, Goat, what did you play this week? Uh, not Fable Anniversary. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I know, you know, not out yet. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, what did I, I actually did play. I've been working on Forza Two, kind of plugging along at it. I, I remember. Why they kind of redid three and four and sped it up a little bit because the first two are painfully s- simulation. <laughs> like it takes oh, forever. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, started that uh, the free for gold game or whatever the second half game. Uh, what is that? Sure, you are Croft and the Guardian yeah. of Light or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Tomb Raider Guardian of Light. It's yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's like Diablo but with Laura Croft. And it's really goofy at points because you have to shoot at things, and it never seems to be the right direction you're pointing oh. to shoot. So you just get these spears flailing everywhere and sticking into everything but the people you want to kill. Oh, wonderful! Little, little, uh, little aggravating, but I'm getting the hang of it. It's it's kind of cool because it's like a spin on an old favorite from an old favorite. That makes sense. Yeah. 
So it was free, so I can't really bitch too much. Yeah. I um, I, when Michelle and I played it when it first came out, we really enjoyed the co-op of it. So if you ever um, if you ever wanted to try that out, it's it's cool because it's like I I, we, I didn't play single player at all, but I think you do you like switch back and forth between the two characters or no, like I'm how just does that Laura. work? But I mean, like, if you want to make the the guy do something, can you, or does he just, is it just AI? I haven't even got a guy yet. It's just been me and Lara, Lara cruising around. Oh, okay. Mild spoiler alert. Picking up dudes. <laughs> I don't know. So. I don't think that's much of a spoiler. I think he's on the box art. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm only, I think I'm on the second level. I've been really kind of like, you know, it, it, since it looks like Diablo and plays like Diablo, I've been playing like Diablo, so I'm probably taking which far more time than I should be gonna in the say, areas. Which probably doesn't work very well. Well, I mean, you just kind of, you know, I check every carvest and move on and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know, and there's stuff to find and whatnot, so right. it's kind of working out. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool for what it is. It's just, it's it's different. So Cool. Anything else? Or? Uh, no. No, I downloaded the, I did download the uh, Anniversary of Four Swords for free. Good, because it's free. Yeah, I was like, what, Zelda free? Done. I'll get to you. <laughs> um, that'll probably be next week. I'm hoping to get to that next week. Cool. Probably not, though, because, well, Tuesday, my schedule is completely cleared out. Yeah. <laughs> Until further notice. <laughs> uh, Charlie, what have you got? Well, uh, Michelle and I finished up the, um, the main well, story in uh, Lego Marvel. Turns out we were only one mission away from the end, so it didn't take us that long, but we did it. Um, <laughs> I love when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to sit down and do some hardcore gaming. Oh, uh, oh, that was the last level. All right, pick another Shit. one. Let's do some hardcore gaming. <laughs> no, it, it's, uh, and, you know, we, we really enjoy the Lego games. We like playing them together. Um, like, you know, I've talked about Lego Lord of the Rings before, and how we 100% of that, so we contemplated doing that with Marvel, but um, we're finding it to be, like, more buggy and, like, harder to get around. I don't know why, but... Um, the uh, like we're in the overworld and we said like okay yeah because like w w like Little Lord of the Rings for example like half of, like the, the way the, the way we usually approach these games is that we go through and we get like a bunch of extra characters that have abilities that we don't already have yet right um, like Lord of the Rings for example a bunch of the gold bricks in the different levels you couldn't get unless you had the one orc that had bombing abilities it was a single character that had sure. the ability to blow up the the sparkly silver objects, right? And so, like half of the gold bricks you couldn't get unless you unlocked that one silver that one character, right? So, um, the uh, you know we, we just started to go collect uh, collect characters in the overworld, and it just it wasn't it was like I don't know it was like weird. It was we were just not having fun. So I don't know if we're gonna go back to it or not. But huh. the the story was a lot of fun. So hurry for that. Well, there you go. Um, so it's uh, more taxing than I, like like you feel like you're actually kind of doing a bucket list instead of like. Oh, hey, we're kind of working towards a goal. Kind of. It's like I'm, I'm having trouble remembering in Lord of the Rings how you found, like, the characters. Um, but in, in Marvel, you can, you, you have, like, the overview of, like, New York City. And um, you, uh, on, on that, you can see where the characters are. So you can, you can you even, like, get a little picture of their face. So if you know who you're looking for, if you look at the map long enough, you can find them. Yeah. Um, but because it's so three-dimensional, because skyscrapers and mm. sewers and stuff. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, like, there'll be an icon, but it won't be clear at all where you actually have to go vertically to get to wherever it is to unlock that character. Like, there's oh. one where, like, there was an icon was in the lobby of a building, but to open the door, you actually had to go up to the roof and do something. And it's just one oh. of those things where it's like, it just took us, 
longer than I feel like I should have to figure that out. Kind of like you're wandering around the map around that specific point. You're just like, how the hell do I get it? You yes. Know, I, I, oh and my it's God, not I like that. it's not like like uh, like a, like an Arkham game where you can put on your spot like your 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 slew, whatever it's called the detective mode, mode detective mode and you can see like a power line going up to the roof right. to like give you a clue. Like there's no clue. There's no nothing. Right. And so it's just hey, it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> So but um, you have to find it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, but it's like we finished the main story and our overall game progress was at 18 percent. So there is <laughs> a yeah, yeah, there is a shit ton of stuff to do. Um, so it's Lego City all over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know if we're going to go back to that, especially because of some of the February releases that are coming up. We're probably going to just move on to new stuff. But so <laughs> there was that. Um, I put some more time into Blood Dragon. I, I saw that. Um, I'm sure you'll talk about that a little bit. But um, yeah. I saw you post about it, but uh, I did. I'm. I think I have either out of seven missions. I think I have either one or two more to go. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking my time going through liberating garrisons. The, the, the last two, keep in mind, are back to back. So one, once oh. once you once you go to the once you go to the last one, and it'll actually tell you. You know, it has, it has a spot open where it's just like, once you get here, you can't come back until you kick that guy's ass. Oh, you know? okay. So okay, it, it's obvious. I, I must be right before that then, because yeah. I, I definitely don't have three, so I must be right before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm taking my time going through, um, getting, you know, uh, doing like the, you know, the different side missions to unlock the weapon upgrades and right. everything, just because I'm really enjoying the world. Oh yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, the uh, the the Gamefly guide delivered unto me Pikmin three, and so I put, a li- I put a little bit of time into that. I was, however, uh, Michelle and I were, however, disappointed to find out that the co-op in that is not in the story. It's only like some side missions. Like challenges and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. We, um, you know, I played Pikmin 1, mm-hmm. you know, the original Pikmin back in the day. Right. And I, I if I played 2, I don't remember it. But, um, you know, with Nintendo Land that came with the Wii U, I played, uh, the you know, the Pikmin minigame right. in that. And that one, you you know, it is, it's, it's just a challenge. So Michelle and I did play that together and we both really enjoyed it. Right. So I just, I don't know, with how, you know, much Nintendo first party titles seem to be about the couch co-op. Mm-hmm. I just assumed it was going to be there, especially because yeah. I knew that there were three different captains. Right. Um, not so much. So, right. Yeah. Mm. Um, I will play it though, because, um, I, I mean, I, I just played through the first day and you're it's... going to hate that last boss. Okay. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> Goody. Um, uh, but yeah, and then there's that. And then, um, I also, um, uh, just, uh, touch on mobile gaming for a second. Um, I played, uh, went through and uh, beat the the lion's chair of Where's My Mickey, on iPad, which is, um, oh. yeah, it's a uh, it's a Where, Where's My Water spinoff. Yeah. And if you're not at all familiar with this, basically it's a water, mostly water physics game where you have a level and you have to get water to flow different places to to collect things and. Um, they they basically made a spinoff that's based around like where this. you need to make Mickey flow from point A to point B. How no, morbid! You need to get water to Mickey for various oh, reasons, okay. um, putting out fires, making lemonade, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, How but, innocent! Um, they they have like this new art style with this Mickey game, uh-huh. and like this new sense of humor that it's it's very it's almost it's almost Ren and Stimpy-ish. Really? Just not with just without the. It's awfully ballsy for Disney. Just w- without without the um without the the teenage boy factor to it. Oh. But okay. Um, but I mean, like all just, just like the art style is almost kind of like the, the the slapstick humor to it. It's, Crazy. It's, it's really interesting. Um. So yeah, enjoying that. It cool. was like it was um I I don't think it still is, but it was the free app of the week on on iOS uh last week. So. Cool. Pray for that. Cool. 
currently working through Puppeteer on PS3, which, uh, as I mentioned to uh, both the other hosts before we started recording, uh, neither of them had heard of it. Um, and I don't think a lot of people have heard of it, which is why I picked it up on a deal of the day at Best Buy for like six bucks a couple weeks ago. Um, really enjoying it. And it's just like a simple little platformer. Kind of reminds me of a Disney movie where there's humor that'll go over like little kids' heads. Like there's there's a whole um, there's a whole level. Um, the, the game is split into seven acts and each act has three different, uh, quote unquote curtains in the second act. You're talking to, um, Mr. And Mrs. Cedar, which are trees go figure. Um, and uh, they, they were, their whole forest is like engulfed in like this purple, like goo. And apparently it's this elixir that this, this doctor rat person sold them or something like that. And they'd go through a whole spiel, and he's like, he's kind of like, you know, like selling snake oil, like back in the day. He's just like, you buy this elixir, it'll do everything for you. And then, then Mister Cedar is just like, um, so when you get old, you encounter certain um, problems that I kind of need help with. And I'm like, is this, is, is this, is he trying to buy Viagra from this rat <laughs> as a tree? And then, and and and, and, and the, the, just, it, I mean, the whole way he said it and stuff like that. I'm just like. Like, I get it, but, like, if, you know, like, an eight-year-old was playing it, they'd just think, like, oh, you mean wrinkles? You know, and then that's, you know, it. I, I love it, but that's, I love old-school, like, Disney charm and stuff like that. So, so, it sounds like more what what I would apply to what you're saying is that it sounds like it's more like a Pixar movie. Because Pixar Disney has the kind of humor you're describing. Yeah. Disney movies are just hidden penises. <laughs> And they're not very hidden. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, yeah, I, I would like into that. Okay. Actually, actually the, whole, the whole thing does kind of have a feel. I really just wanted to say hidden penises. So, so okay. Well, you can title the episode that if you like. I'm not. No, don't do no, that. No, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, man, the hits. Oh. Um, aside from Puppeteer, what else have I been playing? Uh, I played Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Uh, loved it. Um, that made me feel really nostalgic, even though I never existed in the '80s. I have a question. Uh, so, when the game loaded up and you get that tracking bar, did you know what the hell was going on? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't alive in the '80s, but we owned '80s era technology. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, oh, I understood that reference <laughs> and stuff. Anyway, um, what was before that? Before that, I played Guacamelee on Vita. Um, harder than I expected. Um, really nice game. It, it's like a, it's like imagine Metroid if all you had were melee attacks. It's tricky. It, it's, well, wait, it's prime or side scrolling Metroid. Side scrolling Metroid. You, you're this luchador and you're going through these like you know heavily you know luchadori inspired areas and stuff like that. Sorry, hang on. Luchadori. Anyone who's played Rayman Legends understands that reference. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> um. <laughs> And you, and you go through, and there are these guys, and, you know, they're, like, throwing bones at you, and you have to beat them up with, like, wrestling moves and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, I understand some of this. And and I posted a screenshot of it that made Goat laugh because it was called the Goat Jump. Um, that was the uh, game's name for a double jump, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, actually in talks with them about that. <laughs> apparently Goat trademarked the word goat. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've learned from other people. Um... Did I play anything else? I think I, I think that was it. Yeah, that was it. Does anybody else see the issue here? What? 
like me and Charlie played the Charlie played Charlie games. I played your games, and apparently you played my games because everything you said over there was like, "Hey, I just went on a completely crazy acid trip with these trees trying to buy Viagra and luchadors <laughs> throwing bones at each other and jumping goats," which is usually what I play. <laughs> now, hold on, you played Forza. I don't think I'd be caught dead playing Forza. Okay, that's like the equivalent of playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Like, I played the safe, real games, per se, with, like, actual, like, plausibility. And you're over here playing, like, Suda's Greatest Hits. I wanted to play a bunch of the shorter games I have before Lightning Return comes out, and then Final Fantasy X HD comes out, and then Final Fantasy XIV comes out, and no one sees me for three months. And apparently all the short games that we play are by people who eat 30 pounds of mushrooms at work. <laughs> well, you know, I mean... How do you get through your day? It's tough. With, okay. all, with, only, with only 10 pounds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's our week in games. Let's see what happened the, the industry's week in games. Words in making sentences. <laughs> Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> okay, come five uh the ouya 2 was officially announced or as i've been calling it the tuya tuya it's still just the ouya tuya not the ouya 2 it's still apparently just the ouya charlie what the hell is this thing well in case you've been living under a rock <laughs> that was amazing sorry to interrupt but that was amazing it's the ouya 2 charlie what is this <laughs> well you know it's the second ooh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get the meat so, on it. <laughs> in case you've been living under a rock, the Ouya is an Android-powered video game console. The console itself is about, what is it, like it's like four or five inches cube, like a little tiny it's thing. It's the size of a stack of Post-it notes. Yeah. Um, so a fistful. Yeah. Um, Continue. <laughs> uh, comes with a controller with like a touchpad in the middle, uh, vaguely Xbox 360-ish in design, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, um... Um, yeah, so they, before they put it out, they had originally said that they were going to refresh the hardware every year, uh, pretty much just like a cell phone because it being Android based and using cell phone technology, well, that just kind of made sense. Yeah. Um, which is, I, I think when they said that they kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit because before, before it came out, I was contemplating getting one just because you can get other apps aside from games on it. Right. And there's something called, uh, XBMC or uh, originally called Xbox Media Center, which is now just XBMC, which is a fantastic media center application mm -hmm. that they partnered with to include, but I ended up going in a different direction. So I didn't end up getting one. But as soon as they said, yeah, we're going to just come up with a new one every year. I was like, well, I'm not going to get the first one. Right. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, anyways, the second one finally came out, um, or was announced. I don't the, know if it's out yet. At the very least, it is available on shop.ouya.tv. That's O-U-Y-A, in case anybody's curious. Ouya.tv? Yep. Okay. You plug it into your TV. I don't know. <laughs> um, the uh, the changes in it is that it's now a pretty matte black color, both the uh, both the console and the controller. Uh, to, it has, to, to fit in with next gen. Yeah. They felt left out. Uh, the old one was like a like a like a gunmetal gray. Yeah. Uh, it has double the storage, so now 16 gigs, boosted Wi-Fi connectivity, whatever that actually Ooh. means. And, of course, the latest firmware, plus the controller has been refined um, because the original controller had some complaints about the like the sturdiness of it and the responsive, responsiveness of some of the buttons. Didn't, so, you, didn't you have to take apart the whole damn thing in order to get the batteries in, too? 
it's, it's not quite that bad. Like the they are on so the the top of the controller is a faceplate that you do have to pop off. Oh, it's okay. it, I think it's like so there's a touchpad in the middle and then the facing of the controller on the right side and the facing of the controller on the left side. It's there's a double A battery under each side. It's it is a very odd design, but yeah. it's it's not quite as bad as you have to take it all apart. Like there's yeah. no screwdrivers involved or anything. Oh, well, there's that at least. Yeah. And I will be coming to Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, Target, and Game. I don't know. Maybe that's... Uh, UK, UK retailer. Uh, and it is going to be $129 as opposed to the uh, 8 gig, which is still going to stay on store shelves for $99. So, so yeah. Uh, interesting things about the UIA is that uh, currently they're boasting a catalog of over 500 games and wow. apps. Um and uh, they they are going the Xbox Live Arcade route of every game is free to try, so they oh, all they all well, have a free demo that you can get. That's something. And, at um, least. and if you like it, you buy it. So oh, well, uh, there yeah. you go. And there's you know there's a lot of stuff on there that um, you know that makes Uya a little bit uh, more interesting. Like they have XBMC, like I mentioned. I believe I saw that they have a uh, a Plex app as well, which is basically the other popular media center application, which is the direction I've gone. But I have other things that have Plex. So oh. uh, Plex is amazing. Uh, ask me about it sometime. Um, <laughs> Uh, when but yeah. you're capable of actually asking him, you know, since you're listening and he's kind of here. Yes. So, yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> cool. Good luck. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I probably still won't be purchasing one because I'll just wait for the three. Uh. I'll just wait it out until the one's right for me. <laughs> Ooh, this one comes with a coffee maker. Uh, maybe they'll do an espresso next year. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that whatever. <laughs> That's probably what, you know, they shot themselves in the foot about since they're like, yeah, we'll come out with one every year. And it's like, oh, cool. I wonder what feature will be there next year. It's espresso maker. Coming in at number four, uh, rare NES games selling on eBay is nothing necessarily new, but this high profile is not something that comes around more than every once in a while. Uh, Goat, you've got this one, correct? All right. So this is an interesting story. It's got two sides to this coin, both of which are... Kind of shitty. Go on. <laughs> so, back in the day before the internet and Mike, um, <laughs> there was this Nintendo Entertainment System known as a NES. And we had to do things without, like, you know, in person. Oh, yeah, I've seen those in museums. Yeah. Uh, so, they, they'd hold these world championships, like, actually hold them. Well, they'd issue these cartridges. <laughs> as, opposed, as opposed to pushing them. <laughs> <laughs> Point to you. <laughs> but they'd issue out these cartridges because you obviously have to practice and get good at what you're doing. Right. And they, um, th- there'd only be so many cartridges, obviously, for contenders, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Well, this one was the Nintendo World Championship cartridge. And it's like one of the Holy Grails. It's like it's up there with like stadium events, yeah. Holy Grails. There was, for this one, there was 90, 90 total cartridges from 1990. One pops up on eBay. As things do, right? Decent, decent, rare cartridge. We're you know talking big money. It gets up to ninety nine thousand nine hundred and two dollars. The two is important. Yeah, <laughs> or sixty thousand four hundred forty eight pounds, depending on where you're at. <laughs> Which is a really heavy cartridge, but <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, UK currency. <laughs> so you know, guys thinking he's got like this great payday. 
And this thing, and if you guys see this picture, this thing's beat. No label, no nothing. It has Mario scratched it in It looks like it's been through a flood. It. Like, it looks bad. It looks it's, like it's it went like through hell. for a nickel at a garage sale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the label's ripped off, and literally in ballpoint pen, somebody has scrawled Mario on it. <laughs> and somebody's going to pay $99,000 for this. Well, apparently they're not. Yeah, <laughs> as eBay goes, that was a mistake, according to the buyer. Of course it was. Which is shitty. I'm sorry. That is just shitty. That bugs the hell out of me. There should be, like, I don't know, like, put his nuts on a mallet kind of thing there. Like, dude, seriously. Ow! Well, then he wouldn't be bidding $99,000 you don't have. <laughs> I would make sure I wasn't making a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> eBay is is very, they've, they've very much gone the direction of being very buyer-friendly. Because yeah. when it comes down to it, if people aren't, if the buyers aren't there, then they're not going to make money. It doesn't well, matter. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, the seller, sellers will come and go. Well, yeah, there's but, a guy behind you to sell the same thing. E- exactly. Yeah. So, so with, with something like this, when you know, when you bid on eBay, especially, you, know, you basically can say, "Oops, I retract my bid. It was a mistake." Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure that there's something that doesn't let you do that as many times as you want. Like I think there's some sort of limit there. So there, you know, there is some sort of controller to keep people just from like bidding on everything. But yeah, it's uh. You know, it's uh, it's unfortunate for the seller in this particular yeah. circumstance. Well, and the seller's kind of kind of going both ways. The first time I seen this, it was he was pulling it completely off the market, which is shitty. Now nobody gets it because honestly, like the guy number two should get it. Yeah, I mean that's what I would. But think. now that I'm reading on this current article, he has he's going through the list and finding, as he puts it, and I agree with him, an honorable individual. Well, yeah, to buy it. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's crazy. This is is. Um, most time this has gone ten thousand, twelve thousand, in in pretty good to pristine condition. So ninety nine thousand is a red flag, a for everybody involved. Yeah, even for a cartridge of ninety ever, like you can't buy this. And you either got it there or you didn't get it. That's it. That's right. only ninety in the world. Yeah. So it's it's kind of shitty on both sides. Uh. It kind of makes me wonder, especially with the retracted bid, if. That wasn't like one of the guy's friends, like just trying to up the, like you know, get the price up with like other actual bidders. Yeah. And then, whoops, you know, the uh, the friend ended up winning it, not the, not somebody real. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it just, yeah, it's just something shady like that. Yeah. It's you know, who knows? This guy's obviously selling this cartridge because he has to. He said like he was selling his entire video game collection, and this is just like one one piece of it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, people like. You don't just, like, all of a sudden go one day, hey, for no apparent reason. There's got to be something there that, like, you know, baby, wife's a psycho, he's actually a stand-up guy. You never know. But whatever his reason is, you just don't do that. And then this guy's putting out this rare cartridge, and you're going to screw him over like this? It's like, come on, people. Like, let's have some honor, some integrity, which is never going to happen, I know. But it's just, it's infuriating that the few ruin it for the many. Well, but... In this particular situation, I smell something shady more than I smell something dishonorable. Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably find out that the, the seller was actually the bidder. And... Something like that. That's <laughs> The world may never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But... Such is eBay. Such exactly. is eBay. Such as uh, rare Nintendo cartridges coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, no Every kidding. Every time they come out, it's something like this. No kidding. Anyway. Uh, kind of number three... Uh, a couple nights ago, NeoGAF exploded with a bunch of Xbox rumors. Not literally. Um, Damn. Because I don't think forums can explode. Um, Fire, yes. A, a uh, An alleged Microsoft leaker took to NeoGAF and leaked tons of 
release dates and things that are coming out and etc um i remember his username but it's got a lot of n's k's t's and an r and i don't remember how to pronounce it oh no uh, it was no there was a reference there hang on his his um ntfs something or another no uh, it, it, was, it wasn't it was, like that it was a reference to a computer term. It was a reference to something. That oh, was, that's why you know it. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, going on. Um, <laughs> Charlie and his five boys like, ah, I get it. So let's do a quick roundup of everything that the leaker uh, told us. Really? We're using leaker? Leaker. Yep. Okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, a Halo 2 HD is allegedly coming this fall in 2014 uh, to celebrate the 10th anniversary. Of 2 itself? Or of 2 itself. Okay. The guy's name was NT Colonel, which is a it's a computer term. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, even yeah, I know that. Whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> Halo Five or whatever is currently known as Halo Five will be out in fall of 2015, which Logical. makes yeah. sense. That's not really um, a rumor. That's kind of a guesstimate. They're allegedly making a new Forza Horizon game for the Xbox One. Plausible. Goat's got a quizzical look on his face. I hope they improve it from the last one. Well, see, there, there's a couple different rumors floating about it, around about this, too. Uh, I, the internet apparently can't decide if he means a new Forza Horizon game or a redone Forza Horizon game for Xbox One. I've seen it both ways. I can't find the original post because it's since been like deleted at the request of Microsoft, apparently. Honestly, as, as a Forza fan and probably having the insight for our program... Yeah. Um, they were smart. It'd be a new one, because the idea was great. But it was that whole let's jump out of the field and oh that 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 needs to be fixed kind of thing. <laughs> what was what was the gist of Forza Horizon? Uh, Forza Horizon's basically um, open world Forza. Yeah, open world Forza. Um, you're in Colorado. You're moving up the uh, Colorado, for lack of a better term, Driving street scene. racing. Yeah, street racing scene in the mountains and stuff like that. And it's all open world. It's a lot like uh, Need for Speed, okay. open world, stuff like that, which is cool. And it's got the Forza physics, which is awesome in certain scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt is not one of those scenarios. <laughs> which Colorado is covered in. Yeah, like, you're, get in, 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 that, that was the big issue. Like, you're kicking ass, you build a car, you're flying along at like 100, yeah, in your nice woo-hoo, right? On pavement. <laughs> and then, like... Are we still talking about cars? Yes. <laughs> okay, good, because I thought we were talking about other things. Well, I mean, there's really no point in putting names in there. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fair enough. But, so you're, you know, you're cooking along at like a buck sixty, buck eighty, and like say a Lamborghini. Awesome on pavement. Awesome. And then like midway through the race, yeah, you're on a dirt road. <laughs> All awesomeness has okay. gone out the window I, I, down I, the street <laughs> at that point. <laughs> because you just are basically in a hovercraft that's now doing ah, 200 miles an hour that you can't control. <laughs> And then you get back to pavement. <laughs> but yeah, there's, yeah, it just, like, really needs a little bit, like, I know it's part of the system and stuff like that, but, like, a little bit of warning would be cool. Don't offer me that car if there's dirt. <laughs> so, but it was good. It's just, they need to, they need to redo it. So you're, you're apparently okay with a f new Forza Horizon if they fix everything? Yeah, if they, if they... And this is going to sound mean and really and really odd, but if they would rip off Need for Speed just a little bit more, it'd be great. <laughs> In what way? Like, Need for Speed's got the open racing down. Yeah. Follow them. Keep your physics engine, but follow them. <laughs> 
So, so basically, you want it to be in a city open world, not you know the the rural areas of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Okay. I, I find it curious that. that you like open world games except for superhero games. Uh huh. I, I find it curious. Like, but uh, you know, RPGs and racing games are good, but like, he would much games. rather be the villain. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very true. Yes. You ever play Overlord? Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't either. But uh, no, I think with the the superhero games though is I like the the I, I it might be my arcade roots like X Men and in the old arcade game you go through the thing. Gotcha. Uh, in addition to that, apparently a new Gears game, well Gears of War game, is being developed at a Black Tusk Studios. Um, Microsoft actually just purchased the uh, IP for Gears of War from Epic, which was weird because I thought Microsoft owned it to begin with. Apparently they just had the exclusivity rights to it, which is not the same as the intellectual property rights, which makes sense, but whatever. So now it's completely theirs. So now it's completely theirs. Epic can continue just making Unreal Engine 4. Awesome. (laughs) Gears of War Racing is right around the corner. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about people other than Epic doing Gears of War, though. I feel there should be a a joke about how not Epic it would be. (laughs) hey I mean, like, because, you know, 343 Industries did great things with Halo 4. Right. So, I mean, like... Um, kind of. In my opinion. Kind of. I mean, in my opinion. Um, Apparently, there's a sad trombone opinion over <laughs> on the other side of the room. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, IPs can survive, you know, jumps between, you know, studios just fine. Um, but, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, here's the interesting thing. Black Tusk Studios is actually headed up by a Mr. Rod Ferguson, who should be familiar. He was one of the, uh, I think, he was one of the lead guys for Bioshock Infinite. But before that, he was one of the lead creative directors for the original Gears of War. Oh, all right then. So, we've come full circle, I guess. So, which is good because his, uh, his Twitter handle... Even when he left Epic Games, has been Gears Viking, because he has an awesome beard. Oh, nice! And so that that always threw me off. From like, I feel like I should know this. Oh, I do know this guy. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, let's see what else is in the rumor mill here. Uh, there's going to be a couple of new uh, Xbox One consoles being released. First of all, uh, there's allegedly going to be a white disc drive-less Xbox One console? Well, th- those, I I don't believe, are the same thing, necessarily. Jeez. Because a white version already exists. It was the Microsoft employee exclusive. Uh, yes, but they're releasing a regular, like, to the public white a one. A civilian version. Right, but the discless one might not necessarily be the white one, is what I'm saying. I might have read it wrong. I think the My disc- point is, at some point, there's going to be a white Xbox One and a discless Xbox One. They yeah. may or may not be the same thing. I don't think the discless one is going to happen. So... If it does, let, let, okay. let me wrap up the story first. Okay. Um, so with that one, it would come with a terabyte hard drive and retail for four hundred bucks. The reason this sounds fishy is because I don't think you can remove a Blu-ray drive from a console and knock off a hundred bucks. No, that doesn't sound plausible no. to me at all. I mean, I don't know tech as well as you do, but a Blu-ray drive doesn't sound like a hundred bucks to me. No, it, it is. <laughs> I mean, like when you're buying that kind of bulk, they're probably twenty twenty-five bucks. Oh, so that doesn't make and sense whatsoever. Especially then, you also have to factor in, um, uh, you know, they're, they're, I would assume they're not just going to keep the exact same console and just have a slot that doesn't do anything. So, you <laughs> know, I, I imagine that they would come up with like, 
Like, if if this was going to happen, it would be a whole new design. Like, they would make the thing smaller because you no longer need all that it space would, it, for it, the it, optical it, drive anymore. It wouldn't be that they just, like, forgot to add that part in. Right. Um, so, you know, you're talking about the new assembly line. You're talking about new parts, new fabrication, new all that stuff. It, it, to me, this... This, that particular rumor makes absolutely zero sense, especially yeah. considering that the, the digital market on the Xbox One is so sparse right now. Yeah, no what, kidding. What I could see, and, and you know, this has been rumored for a while uh, you know, in, in various shapes and forms, mm-hmm. is, um, is a disk driveless Xbox 360 because yeah. the, you know, the, arcade, um, you know, the, the Xbox Live arcade selection, the games on demand section, and their app selection, I think is robust enough yeah. to, to sustain a... Um, you know, a, uh, a discless 360. Right. You know, it, it's, you know, especially if they made it like 99 bucks or something like that. Yeah. You know, which, which is entirely feasible. Right. So, I mean, I can absolutely see that happening, but I mean, at this point, I, I personally think that having a disc, a disc driveless um, Xbox One mm-hmm. would be just sending a really mixed message to yeah. the consumers. Yeah. I can just see already all the people that buy it thinking, oh, great, it's cheaper. I'm going to buy all these games with it. They don't work. Yeah. Great. What are you talking about? They work great. You put them underneath it, it'd be like two inches taller. <laughs> really fill that gap in, in oh, that entertainment center. Oh, man. Just bought $240 <clears throat> worth of Pedestals. hardware spacers. <laughs> um, and finally, there's also allegedly going to be a Titanfall-themed limited-edition Xbox One console. This one's been kind of debated. Um, a picture showed up on NeoGAF showing you know, the, the custom console and stuff like that. Like the box and everything. Like the box and everything. But the thing that everyone's kind of caught up on is that the console itself does... The, the, the picture of the console itself does not match the picture of the console in the box. So that's why a lot of people are sending up red flags like this has got to be fake, you know, and and I'm not a big fan of how the new console looks to begin with. But, you know, it's cool to think about and stuff like that. Now, they are coming out with a Titanfall-themed controller. That is all completely confirmed by Major Nelson and everything. Which is more expensive than the game. Well, I mean, (laughs) yes. Um Because it comes with a play and charge kit, probably, right? No. Oh, it doesn't? Oh, Just 65 bucks for a... Ugly ass controller. Oh, I think it looks cool. I don't like it. I hate it. (laughs) It actually made me wish I hadn't bought a second one and have waited. But you know how was I to know? Um, But putting all that aside, um, I saw somebody say something about how they said that uh, that they said they were playing on it, but then it got canceled. I don't know. But um... well, see the thing, I the Titanfall one that you're talking about. Yeah, I think that's the one I, I read as discless. It it could have been a, a yeah. thrown into the room which, or something. Which but. and it's I, I don't if that's the case. So I get a controller, a discless Xbox, and a small monkey sized statue. No, that, <laughs> no, I'm just saying for like the whole Titanfall. F- well, feel. no, see, because if you bought the you know 18 inch tall Titanfall statue edition, yeah. you know whatever, then mm. the disc is worthless to you, and you can resell it or something like that. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. But like, then you could probably have the thing hold your brand new Xbox One and put it back into use. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> the stuff they're doing Titanfall. This is just it's weird. It's like they're like they they're had a dirt really, board and they were just throwing. They're like, yeah, those three. They're really <laughs> betting on this being the game that sells Xbox Ones, and if it wasn't for the fact that there's all this, you know, we, we've covered this before. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't the fa- for the fact of all the negativity revolving around like you know the cap at six versus six, which apparently with AI players it'll cap it, it'll the matches will have forty eight quote unquote players total, 
but still only six humans on each team. Huh. So that's a great 18 extra people on either side that are controlled by AIs. I have to... I, I, I can't imagine a reason for doing that that wouldn't be technical. Like, I, I wonder if... Like, I wonder if it has something to do with their whole cloud computing thing or something. No, because you'd think that would mean you'd be able to have more players. Wouldn't you? Maybe? I don't I, know. I'm not a tech person. This is what you're here for. <laughs> it depends, I mean, it all depends on what it's doing and how it's how it's utilized. But, um, I mean... The, the, the unfortunate thing about Titanfall is that we don't see a lot about it. I mean, they've been so secretive about it. I mean, we've seen a couple trailers and gameplay, sure, but we haven't, like... You know, you usually see press doing like hands-on and stuff like that. We really haven't seen that. So, Have I mean, you gotten any more information on the nature of the the, the campaign? We haven't. No. Um, the only thing we've got are a couple leaked like videos from the, of the game in alpha, which isn't very well representative of it because apparently it's running at like twenty five percent power that the actual game will run. Um, there's supposed to be a beta coming out closer to launch, and I'm looking at my watch going like, okay, Microsoft, game comes out in a month and a half. You better get started on that beta. Which will also be on PC now, from what I hear, the beta. Which will be nice, you know. Which, and that's where I'm lost, is like, all right, so we have this busted, not really liked by the gamers campaign thing going on, yet they're putting out, per se, a console. They're putting out the most expensive limited edition for something we don't even know if we like. Like, they're... It's just weird. I, like, I, I swinging for the fences and they have, like, a Little League guy at the plate. I think they're really banking on Titanfall being the new Halo. Because That's right a now, lot right, of eggs in that basket, though. Because, right... It is. I'm not going to debate that. <laughs> you know, I, I remember when they first announced the $250 collector's edition, I made a big deal about the fact that it's the most expensive collector's edition... Hang on, excuse me. The most expensive, serious collector's edition they've ever released, because I'm not counting the Saints Row million yeah. dollar one. Um, and it's and it's for, it's for a game, something... and it's for a new yeah. IP. That's the the biggest risk that Microsoft is taking here. Yeah. Um, and now a controller, a possible con- yeah. It's just weird. They're like, you have no idea what you're buying, but buy all of it's, it. It's going to be. I mean, I don't think it'll go this way, but it's going to be really fun to watch if the game comes out and it totally flops. Like no one, like 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 a couple people buy it, they all play it, they hate it. No one ever uh, plays it again, and then it's on sale for thirty bucks a month later. Oh, if if this game does not get above a ninety on Metacritic, people are getting fired. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If that happens, I'm buying the statue and and I'm going to put a dunce hat on it (laughs) and take a picture, put it on Instagram, and he will sit in his corner for shame eternity. Yeah, because it'll 200, be like 20 200, bucks. 250 bucks for that gag, huh? Huh? I'll come off a tank? I'll pay the thing for like 60 bucks. That's true. <laughs> well worth the gag at 60 bucks. Anyway, coming in at number two, uh, something we're going to elaborate a little bit more on our feature today, but we want to do uh, get the lowdown here real quick. Um, so if you haven't heard, this is actually from two weeks ago, but we didn't cover it, and I'm kind of a little invested in this story, so I wanted to bring it up. Um... So, King.com, the makers of the infamous Candy Crush saga. Ooh. Thank you, Charlie. Um, <laughs> the game that probably every single one of your girlfriends has on their phone. Um, Besides, find a new boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> that app is just taking off. <laughs> um, so, um, and, and then, you know, King.com is suing Stoic Studios, who did a little game called The Banner Saga. 
which you may have heard of if you listen to this podcast. Which, you know, you may have heard of. Slight from, relevance to this podcast. You, know, you, you may have uh, noticed some familiar guitar tones and et cetera hidden in the soundtrack right next to the didgeridoo. Do Not do. kidding. Uh, huh? I don't know. Every time it says didgeridoo, I always have to do, like, doo-doo. <laughs> um, so here, here's, here's what's going on. And I'm going to give the, the a short version of the story so far because we're going to elaborate a little bit more into it. Um, so King.com is suing Stoic Studios. Sto- wow, Stoic Studios is really hard to say fast. Um, Especially five times. No. Um, made me lose my place. Hang on. So King.com is suing Stoic Studios. <laughs> For the use of the word saga in their title. Um, I can't even even not laugh at that. (laughs) You can't even take that seriously. Uh, King.com put in trademark applications for both the word candy and the word saga. Which, unless I'm mistaken, they've got the trademark for the word candy for being in video games and things like that. Um, The one for saga is still pending. Um, they're suing Stoic Studios so that they cannot, um, also have a trademark for the banner saga, not just the word saga. Um, and, and, you know, they're, they're claiming just like, you know, we want them to keep their making their games, their banner saga games and stuff like that. And, you know, we, we don't have any bad blood against them, but we just have to protect our brand and, you know, we're, we plan on suing people who are actually making copycat games of Candy Crush and stuff like that. And, you know, in order to do that and be successful with those lawsuits, we need to be able to demonstrate that we did everything we could to protect it before the trademark went through, um, which apparently includes suing Stoic, which is dumb, and et cetera. So if you're going to be a dick, you got to be a complete dick in the legal world. <sighs> well, again, this gets, a, this gets a little bit deeper as far as King... Um, also kind of being copycats themselves and, you know, coming up with some sort of name agreement with the Banner Saga and stuff like that. But again, that's something that I wanted to get a little bit more in depth with with our feature today. Um, that's the gist of it. Basically, uh, King is trying to trademark a relatively common name for um, video games, at least. Yeah. So. And the response to this has been amazing. Yeah, the, the <laughs> internet is... See, th- th- yeah. Th- I, I'm trying to... Just tune into we'll, the feature. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get into it as soon as we get past this last story. <laughs> Speaking of which, coming at number one... In hindsight, maybe we should have made that number one. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> well, I mean, th- this is this this is big. You know, this isn't make our feature into it big, but this is big. Oh, I know. So Nintendo held their uh, investors call a couple days ago, and as expected, they're not doing so hot. Um, <laughs> that was the nicest way you've put that. <laughs> well, you know... Like they're still under- a Nintendo <laughs> fanboy. I know, but it's just like you're like it, it, the way they came off to me was they have a flu. They'll be in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> when in fact they have the plague, and they're probably going to be in February. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo president and CEO Satoru Iwata is remaining positive about uh, everything, despite Nintendo having one of their worst years in history. Um, there is that I, better? I don't think that guy can be negative, honestly. Like, seriously, he'd be like that. He's a Japanese CEO. That's what I'm saying. He'd be like, he'd be like ladies and gentlemen, car just got have you stolen. Seen how, have you seen how the guy does Nintendo Directs? I mean, yeah. he invites you into his freaking house. Exactly. <laughs> the only like, guy here, I'm going to broadcast my summer home to your, yes. you know, to your televisions. The and, only man I know who could have a smile and crack jokes about his car being stolen while he's reporting it to the cops. 
anyway. Um, Iwata let off with, uh, he knows Nintendo's doing bad, and he's going to give himself a 50% pay cut to try to balance the losses a little bit. Wow. So in addition to Iwata's 50% pay cut, uh, all the other executives on the board are going to take a 20 to 30% pay cut. Um which is respectable, you know, at least they, you know, they're making self-sacrifices, uh, whether they like to or not. Um, a couple big uh, points that Nintendo is trying to make going forward to try to, you know, be a little bit more, um, what's the word, profitable? Um, <laughs> Nintendo <Ouch>. sa- <laughs> Wow. Coming from right, a fanboy. That's like just, wow. You man, cut just, the man, artery man, there. Just wait, man. Um, Nintendo said they are going to plan on making apps for smartphones. Um, now, Iwata didn't specifically say that this meant games, um, but he said the team that's working on apps for smartphones, he's not given them any restrictions. Um, so they're basically free to create whatever they want. So they could be free, like, advert games, you know, just like, buy the new Mario, play this shitty matching game. You know, stuff like that. Simple little things. I, I I personally really want the official Pokedex app that's on iOS to come to Android. Yes. Just saying, Nintendo. <laughs> also, a great point here is I'd, I'd honestly like to see Wii Fit Mobile. That could be good. Funny you should say that, though, because one of Nintendo's other big things is that they're going to create a health-focused console that'll be released by March of 2016. So it's made of granola? <laughs> Yes, goat. The Nintendo granola. <laughs> health based. It's not health focused. It's health based. I said health focused. Oh, did you? It's based. <laughs> Never mind. It's not made of granola. It's focused. I'd still buy a Nintendo console made out of granola. I like buy a Nintendo console named granola. <laughs> it's a Queeno. <laughs> it's made of vegan cows. <laughs> Anyway, um, so health-focused console by March 2016. Um, more currently, DS games are apparently coming to the Wii U Virtual Console, Sweet. which seems like a no-brainer, but apparently they're really hard to code for the Wii U, even though it seems like something as simple as top-screen TV, bottom-screen gamepad. But then, then I remember that not all games are like that, but I guess those are the ones that you wouldn't put on the Virtual Console. Well, that and Wii U, doesn't Wii U have like some crazy thing that everybody's having trouble with anyways? I... You mean the Wii U? Well, yeah, I mean, in general, but I'm like, the coding Man, and all that. I'm just being mean yeah. Nintendo today. Wow. Somebody didn't take their medicine. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, everybody's having that problem. That's why they've been having problems with people at third party and stuff like that, is because it's, like, hard to code the Wii U. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know right. anything about Because if, if they're getting shot in the foot by their own... That'd be, that'd be, that would, that would That's be, the ultimate irony yeah, there. That would be, like, oh, this is why no one's making yeah. games for our console. It'd oh, be a nice well. eye-opening oops on their part. Well, I would imagine there's also some kind of problem about... They, know, all, some, I know some, what it uh, is. They can't oh. get the licensing. <laughs> oh, that's exactly it. <laughs> um... A couple other interesting things that not a lot of people are picking up on. Iwata also mentioned something about some sort of loyalty program. Um, the statement he made in the official translated you know, press statement and things like that read something along the lines of, um, currently if you buy a Nintendo game, it's the same price whether you buy one game all year or several games all year. Uh, we want to reward those that um, 
we want to reward those that are purchasing multiple Nintendo games per year um, by giving them discounts or something like that. So basically, it's great for someone like me who buys all but one Nintendo game every year. Um, and that if I can get, you know, suddenly every Wii U game that comes out for half price, I'd probably end up buying more games. But but then that means they have to make more games because you've only bought four in a year. No, I've definitely got more than four Wii U games in the entire year. I've got like seven. Ooh. <laughs> Isn't there seven PS4 games coming out in February? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and lastly, Iwata also said that Nintendo is looking into um, some uh, things like mergers and acquisitions. So like partnering with other companies and buying up other companies. And, and I, I, I'm just going to throw this out there. If Nintendo and Square Enix merge, I, I, I think I might explode out of happiness. <laughs> I mean, it won't happen, but they're the two most profilic Japanese video game companies I can think of, and I want that to happen. Even if, you know, it suddenly means that Final Fantasy games are now Wii U exclusive. So, the moral of the story here, or the TLDR <laughs> version, is Nintendo finally figured out that what they're doing is not working. Yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, and, th and this is something like... Are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm just... Okay. Um, and like I said, this is something that we have planned for a future feature. Instead, future feature. Um, <laughs> this is something we have planned for the future. Um, in a feature. In, in a feature. Thank you, Goat. <laughs> um, you know, kind of breaking down everything that Nintendo needs to do. But they seem to be on the right track, uh, even if I don't necessarily agree with a uh, console made out of granola. Um, hey, hey, they put up the white flag, <laughs> finally, and 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 accept the fact that like, yeah, we uh. We had this idea, and that wasn't the idea. So here's plan B to <laughs> really hope erase plan A. <laughs> we'll see, and, re and remember, um, something we were going to cover last week if we had an episode was that there were new rumors of a uh, new Nintendo console or pair of consoles coming out called like the Nintendo Fusion or something yeah. like that. Um, but these rumors really weren't very well um, founded. You know, uh, Charlie, you actually brought it up in the Players Club um, when it first came out, and I, I kind of just kind of looked at it like it's just like oh i've never heard of this site so it's probably not a big deal and and, and a couple other sites like polygon and kotaku and stuff like that picked it up and they they said the same thing they're just like well you know, take this with a grain of salt because we've never heard of this site they can't even spell their own website right you know and stuff like that so and and that's something though i was kind of skeptical about um but... i mean in, in fairness the rumors that they were talking about where it's like the you know it's, it's like a Essentially, it was like the further evolution of the Wii U where like the, the, the gamepad could operate as an independent console. So that was going to kind of take the place of like the, you know, the of the of uh, the DS know. 3DS. Well, yeah, except it only has one screen. So I was I was that's what I was so not going to say. it'll be a new Game Boy Advance or something like that. Uh, but, but the point is that it could be independent. But then you come back and, you know, it just, it just had all this, you know. Uh, you know, it, it, it seemed like it was a lot of the things with the Wii U just taking a step farther. And, you know, what it was proposing um was not that far-fetched to me yes the source was not credible but you know it's you know it's I, I think it goes without saying at this point that nintendo was working on their next console like of course they are 
Like I'm sure Microsoft at, at, le- at work- least designing it. Yes, yeah. I, I'm sure Microsoft and Sony are working on their next consoles. You know, they've got a think tank of it might even be it might just be four guys in a room with sketch pads, but that's beside the point. <laughs> um, the, and a the, lot uh, of Mountain Dew. With, 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 <laughs> yeah, with the time it takes to, to to make a console, like it takes years, and right. so it, it just would not surprise me at all. And considering the Wii U's been out for over a year now, I'm I'm, I'm certain they're working on it in some right. in some fashion. Right. Um, but yeah, the. Um, you know, I, 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 the most hope, you know, the biggest thing that I take out of this is it seems like finally, finally, Nintendo is hearing the cries of the people that are begging for Nintendo content on mobile. Because anytime any conversation comes up about Nintendo and them needing to make more money, to me, to me, it seems like that is always the loudest response is people like saying like, just freaking put Mario on my and, cell and, phone and, and, and I will buy it. Well, see, and Iwata kind of addressed that. He said something along the lines of like, since smartphones are now outselling our own hardware, and it's like, well, duh, yeah. you know, everyone needs a smartphone at this point. Right. Not everyone needs a 3DS. Right. You know, he said it would be illogical to not put our content on there. And and I could, I when I read that, I could hear the internet collectively going, Finally! Yeah. You know. So, and then there was that. But for the longest time, they they stayed away from that because they don't want to draw attention from their own hardware. Right. Which I understand. But, you know, that's where they got to kind of find this balance between putting out smartphone apps and kind of bringing that back to the main things. It's like, by the way, this is a lot better if you play it on a 3DS. You know, and then suddenly they bought a 3DS, which probably won't happen like they want it to, but whatever. It's funny that they don't want to take away from their hardware. And now they want to take you as far away from the Wii U as they possibly can. <laughs> well, I wouldn't necessarily say like, that. Like, hey, go play Mario on your phone for the next six months while we fix whatever the fuck we got going on over here. That's an interesting idea, actually. If they're trying to like, like create your a distraction eyes to, you know... Because something that I keep seeing whenever you know someone posts a Nintendo is doomed article, someone's always just like, first thing you got to do is re- rename the Wii U. I'm like, no, that's not happening. It's going to create more confusion. Yeah, yeah. renaming it is not going to happen. No, no it's it, it done. should have been named differently to begin with. Oh yeah, definitely. Still shooting for Wii. There are still people that think that the Wii U is an add-on to the Wii. It should have oh, been. Honestly, they should do what they're going to do with the Vita, the idea with the Vita for the PS4. That's what the gamepad should have been for the Wii U. It should have been like, hey, I could play this and put it in the car and play it there, too. Well, that's what the Fusion yeah. was purporting to be. But yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I wonder if that might, I wonder if that idea might be a little bit more plausible if you, you know, create the smartphone idea and draw people's attention away from that and just like put nice, really nice smartphone app for a while. Then suddenly, oh, by the way, this totally isn't the Wii U. No, this is the Nintendo Wii 2. You. We, we to, to you. To you. <laughs> we want to play to you. Suddenly, Ooh. really bad marketing campaign. Yeah, as I say, at least you didn't say we want to play with you. Especially when you take into consideration, you know, with the PC, the Xbox One, and the PS4 all sharing very similar gaming architecture with x86 processors and everything. And then you've got the Wii U with whatever custom gobbledygook that is. (laughs) It's like, you know, the amount of effort that they have to put into porting a game between the the Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC, the the effort there to port that is minimal. To go over to the Wii U, I imagine, especially when you throw the second screen into it, it's a heck of a lot more complex. Yeah. And so I, I think... I think I think they just went too far into left field with this. Well, everybody else was took the path, you know, you know, took the path to the right. They went on the path to the left. Okay, kudos to them for being adventurous. Yeah. But <laughs> and you get you get too far away from the pack, you're gonna eat my wolves. That's all I'm so, saying. Yeah. And something I think is kind of interesting Wait, too wolves? is the... <laughs> yes. Oh. 
Something else I think is kind of interesting is that Iwata said that they plan on launching a new marketing campaign focusing on the gamepad and, you know, the unique ways you can use it and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay, first of all, that's your first problem. You know, not, you know, differentiating this thing from the Wii and making sure people know it's a new thing, not just a different thing. Um, But... They've already done that. But see, this will be see, round see, two. Of, here, here's the no, thing. seriously, it's not the Wii. It's the gamepad. Well, here, here's the thing. Last year. Here's, here's why this is... I, I don't believe this at all. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I told you, I'm mean today. <laughs> Charlie, you and I played Super Mario 3D World. Not at the same time. Right. I played it too. Did you? At the demo for Best Buy. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Do you recall any gamepad-specific functions? Well, yes. There were like, levels where you had to tap on, like, there, there were there was, like, the dojo level where you had to interact with the screen to get through the level. Right, but you could still play that with the controller alone. Like the pro controller. If you say so, I didn't. You, you could. Oh, okay. So, Nintendo wants to focus on the gamepad, which even in their own first-party games is not a mandatory thing. No. It's completely just like, well, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to pick up the rip-off 360 controller. The only the only game I think that's really demanding would be a Nintendo Land, which I don't count, because that's obviously like, look at our new toy game, but <laughs> Rayman Legends. Well, there was uh, Lego City as well. Oh, Lego. Yeah, not even then, though. That, that, that was the mandatory. That was, that was just a map, but at least it stood yeah. out. You know, oh, and uh, some, uh, some of... Zombie U. Yeah, but but a lot of, a lot of Nintendo-specific games, I mean, even yeah. like... I haven't seen anything in regards of using the gamepad with the Donkey Kong game that's coming out no. in a few weeks. So it's probably just going to be literally just what's on the television on the pads. And it's like, okay, what's, yeah. it, what's the point? Well, even in general, even just Nintendo specific, just in general, a lot of these games aren't any different than the, their cross-platform counterparts. It's just now it's got a bigger controller. Nintendo, you're making it really hard to be a fanboy. <laughs> that's true. Yes, especially with like... The, the, their most highest profile marquee game with Super Mario 3D Land. You're right. I did use the touchscreen rarely. Like, yeah. you know, there, there were cursory things you could do with it, like using it to stun enemies and things like that. Right. But you're right. Hardly required. That's yeah. a very good right. point. Even with Mario U, the big one from last year. That one, if Nothing. I recall, you could occasionally, like, place platforms or something yep. like that, That's which wasn't necessary to yeah. the game whatsoever. There was, there was the occasional, like, hidden item that you'd only see on the gamepad. Right. Kind of yeah. Movie. So, Hardly required. Get yeah. your shit together, Nintendo. Be really interesting to see. Uh, is there? Is it, well, probably not because it's a port. But is there anything with uh, Wind Waker? That's. I think you get a map. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it yet. I've got, still got it on my backlog. I've been staying away from it since Final Fantasy Extravaganza is going to be consuming me for the next three months. But I, I think it's just like I think it was just a map. Yeah. From what I played with it. You know what? There's one thing with that though. They are also big on the whole being able to like turn off the TV and play the game on the gamepad thing. That's true, but they can't. See, see, and, and the, they the, can't push the second screen too much. Well, see, here's if the thing. they want to retain that feature. Here's the thing. This, this is something that I actually had no idea about. Um, apparently, there's a big cultural difference difference between us and Japan. No. Okay. okay, besides the obvious, you know, games like Persona being the top games in Japan and stuff like that. Um, in Japan, apparently it's very, very rare for a family to have more than one television in their entire living space. Well, yeah. Which that's... makes a lot of sense as far as, like, the second screen, like, remote play kind of stuff. That's and very rare like that. everywhere but here. 
<laughs> well, I, I've, I don't know. I'm not a worldly person. Um, so apparently, so I think that might be something that they, you know, keep in mind as far as that goes and things like that. But right. I, I hadn't thought about that. There was, oh, a yeah. whole thi- there was a whole thing on Twitter from editors from, like, Polygon and Giant Bomb and stuff like that explaining this. And, like, they, they were retweeting, like, people who live in Japan. And they're just like, guys, you don't realize how much that second, like, the, the remote play, you know, gamepad play mm-hmm. stuff means to us. Because oh, yeah. we only have one television in our entire place. Like, I never thought of that. And parents rule over there. Well, yeah. So dad comes home and you get the hell off his television. <laughs> Something so. like that. So, but, oh well. Like I said. But that, your... and that also makes sense, too, because Nintendo's always been a home-based kind of person. They 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 build for, for home, and it just happens to come over here. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times. Oh well. Like I said, get your shit together, Nintendo. Being harder to be a fanboy. So anyway, like we said, our feature today is talking about the whole saga saga thing. So let's do that. Okay, so you already heard that uh, King.com is suing Stoic Studios, which I'm still... Are you okay over there? No. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the fight of the century. Goats against the bag of Twizzlers. Twizzlers won. Me hungry. (laughs) I don't think Goat knows how scores work. (laughs) But it's okay. It's a barnyard animal. Why am I still talking like an announcer? (laughs) Apparently this announcer's uh, going over his uh, allotted time. Anyway... Anything else? Okay, so you know that King.com is suing Stoic Studios for the use of the word saga. Um, The thing here is apparently they've reached some sort of trademark agreement where uh, King.com says to Stoic, yeah, you can continue to use games making the banner saga and stuff like that, but you can't apply for a trademark for a game with the name The Banner Saga. Which, what? what? Because King.com is currently in the process of winning a trademark for the word saga. And they just don't want the trademarks to get confused or anything like that. See, this is the whole bullshit here. King has come forward and said, we don't have any bad blood against them. We want them to keep making their games. We like their games, which is probably bullshit. But, yeah. They said, "We we have to be able to show... In future lawsuits, when we go after real copycats that do, like, Candy Crush ripoffs and stuff like that, we have to be able to show trademark and patent courts that we did everything we could to protect the name. So, we're doing this because we have to. So, basically, the law is making us be a bag of dicks. We're not trying to be a bag of dicks. Which... Is stupid. So they're making the banner saga? It's true. And and, and this does kind of paint, you know, the U.S. patent and trademark system as as the worst guy here. But funny that King should be uh, talking about copycats and stuff like that. This this little nugget of information came out of the woodwork after this whole lawsuit got started. So King.com had a game called Pack Avoid. Huh? Wow, that's odd. Pack Avoid. Like you're avoiding a pack? Yes, except Pac is spelled P-A-C. Remind you of anything? Pac-Man and uh, Lawsuit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So King.com had a game called Pac-Avoid, which played similarly to Pac-Man, except it was... Seriously. Except it was the kind of game where you're just... You're trying to move this character through the maze, but you can't touch the walls. 
It was that kind of game. So it okay. was like a, it was like. Were a, there ghosts or dots? Uh, there were both ghosts and dots. Oh my god! Funny you should mention. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing: uh, King apparently contacted a developer by the name of Matthew Cox. Goat giggled because I expected <clears> him to. <laughs> Um, who developed a game called Scatter Ghosts, which is a very similar game to Pack Avoid, in which you run away from ghosts in a maze and you control your character with a mouse and you can't touch the walls. Um, apparently, King wanted to license Scatter Ghosts so that they could use a similar gameplay and stuff Wait, like which that. Which one was first? Scatter Ghosts. Okay. So they, they wanted Are you getting to... lost in this too? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good so far. Okay. So this guy, Matt. Matt Cox. <laughs> We're 12 years old. <laughs> so, so this guy developed this game called Scatter Ghost. King comes out of nowhere. Wow, this, the, are you sure? <laughs> this, uh, this seems like a wrestling porn. Comes out of nowhere on the Cox? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they have doll-painted Cox that King, Larry the King Lawler wants. Larry the King Lawler? Really? <laughs> I got my Lawler and my Jerry mixed up, and it came out Larry. <laughs> anyway. L before J. J before so King.com emails the developer of Scatterghost and says, Hey, we like your game idea. We want to license it so that we can also make a game like that and so that we can make money off of your idea and etc. And, and, and he's like, No, fuck you. And so they just copied the game, changed a few things over, called it something different that's even more of a trademark infringement, and said, yeah, this is ours now. And apparently, when all this story came up about the Banner Saga and stuff like that, uh, Matthew Cox came out of nowhere. Not literally. <laughs> Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, Cox out of nowhere. Up to, up to speed. No, the Cox came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it's probably out of the ball rubbing that King gave him, but... <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. <laughs> so Matt comes forward and he says, Hey, th this is my game, but not my game. And these are my balls. <laughs> We're never going to get through this feature. Are yeah, we? we are. We are. And so uh, this, this, you know, since King is in the is knee deep in this banner saga lawsuit by this point, and they said we're we're trying to <laughs> really you couldn't just just you are the reason we're getting to this feature. You're like here, here's a bunch of bowling pins that are just easy, dirty puns. I'm going to set them up in a fashion and give that, you a large ball that, to roll that through. That may have been half provoked. Really half cocked. Huh? <laughs> so the cocks came out of nowhere, and he's knee deep. Go ahead. <laughs> And he's fighting a king. <laughs> and so, since King came forward and said, you know, the, the, we, we don't create copycat games, we want to go after the people who are copying our games, and etc. Even though they have a copycat game, and so they're just like, no, we don't make copycat games. And then they took it down, and they said, no, we don't make copycat games. I don't know what you're talking about. That's amazing. We would never do that. Uh, point of interest, shut him up. Get that game down. <laughs> we would never do that. <laughs> um, By the way, don't use Saga. <laughs> <laughs> We're a good company. Buy Candy Crush Saga. <laughs> See, and the, the unfortunate thing about this is that, you know, you look at a lot of our favorite gaming news sites and a lot of people are on the side of the Banner Saga because, you know, Candy Crush is something that not a lot of gamers of our caliber enjoy, let alone support. But the unfortunate thing about that is that the audiences for Candy Crush and Banner Saga are incredibly different 
So I don't think there's really a leg for the whole trademark infringement to stand on. Not, not alone, let alone. I mean, I can't imagine someone who's just like, I meant to buy a Bejeweled clone, but I got this awesome epic Viking RPG instead. Oh, well. Yeah, that happens to me like every day. <laughs> every day. Um, I actually just went and got a fashion app the other day. Um, it's really fun. It actually turned out to be uh, Doom. I don't know. What? <laughs> anyway. Um, this just seems like somebody got too big for their britches, and now they're getting power drunk. And unfortunately, a decent small company that's making something that has nothing to do with it is mm. getting to be show ponied around and drugged to the mud. And the unfortunate thing about this is that Stoic doesn't have a lot of money. I mean, they only exist yeah. because of the Kickstarter. So it's not like they're going to be able to actually fight off these legal fees. Meanwhile, Candy Crush makes billions of dollars ever. Yeah, just because you know of accidental in-game purchases and things like that, so it, it's really like you know the guys from the Banner Saga are just kind of standing there, just like yeah, we we have the right to keep making games with the Saga name and etc. And Saga is a Nordic word, and it's like okay, whatever, it fits better. A lot of people don't even know Candy Crush Saga had the word Saga in it; they just called it Candy Crush. Yeah. So this sounds like a Comcast thing. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, like, when you actually look at the language of the complaint from from King against the Banner Saga, it is insane when you actually know what they're talking about. So this is reading from the actual complaint. Oh, good. Due to the similarity between applicants' claimed mark, the Banner Saga, and opposers' saga marks, the closely related nature of the goods and services of the respective parties, customers, and potential customers are likely to believe that the applicants' goods originate from the opposer, resulting in a likelihood of confusion in the marketplace and damage to opposer. Like I said, I meant to buy a Bejeweled clone. I ended up buying a Viking RPG. The use and registration by applicant of the Mark the Banner Saga for applicants' goods is likely to cause confusion or to cause mistake or deception in the trade, and among purchasers and potential purchasers with opposer saga marks again resulting in damage to opposer. One more paragraph. Because of the closely related nature of the goods and services of the parties, and the similarity of the marks, use, and registration of the term The Banner Saga by applicant is likely to cause confusion, mistake, or deception that applicants' goods are those of a poser or are otherwise endorsed, sponsored, or approved by a poser for use with a poser's goods, causing further damage to a poser. Are they kidding? Goat, you look like you're about to explode. Oh, my head hurts with the stupidity that was just read. <laughs> I mean, like, so, hold on. That's a lot of legalese, but what it, what it boils down to is they're essentially saying because both of these games, because they, okay, because they are both games, <laughs> and, and, so, okay, fact one, they are both video games. Fact two, they both have the word saga in them. Mm -hmm. That must mean that people will be confused, is what that said. Yeah, basically. Basically, you said that between the... We'll say 70% of the people who can read <laughs> and see the difference between those two very different titles and for the 30% who can't read and can't see that the pictures that they give you for the game are completely different. They're going to get confused and be pissed off that they have not Candy Crush. I mean, <laughs> th there is no earthly conceivable way that these games are even slightly similar other than the fact that they are games. Like like Mike said, one of them is essentially a bejeweled a bejeweled clone with microtransactions. The other one is a cartoony 
like real-time strategy game a la Final Fantasy Tactics. There is no similarity there at all! <laughs> the only people who could be subjected to this are blind gamers. Very small group, but I could see Candy Crush's concern. Until they listen to the soundtracks and realize, yeah. oh, wait. This one's good, and then this one's Candy Crush. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe biased. Uh, well, you know, I mean... Although I haven't done anything with Candy Crush, it's it's I, I'd rather actually get smallpox and play that game. Yeah, I'm there with you. Um, <laughs> this, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's stuff I'm like glad this. To see, you guys are as angry about this as I am. <laughs> I mean, th this particular situation is just another example of just how screwed up the the trademark and copyright system in the, in the United States oh, is. By I mean, far. like it's. I don't really know that it's any better anywhere else, but just the simple fact that they were able to garnish this trademark for themselves in the first place is just proof positive about how screwed up this entire system is. I mean, there was there was a there was a several year long battle going on between the rights of the word Apple, between Apple Computers and Apple Records, the Beatles label. Yeah, and you know it's just like the fact that this is even important, the fact that this matters, but that a computer company can't have the same number as a as a record label in a completely different country. It's 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 just mind-boggling that this is even an issue. Like, you know, it's. Uh, I could see that being an issue, though. I mean, because iPads really probably are selling less than the Beatles albums. <laughs> I could see whether they're just gonna rob them blind. Yes, yes, the the, the lost sales there. <laughs> yeah, I just crazy. Like you buy an iPad and you download a Beatles album. I mean, what, who's gonna get the money? <laughs> I meant to buy this. <laughs> I meant to buy this vintage piece of wax, I, and I got I meant, this thing. I meant to buy the white album. I ended up getting a small computer. I can see the confusion because iPads are white. That is an issue. <laughs> but it's not an album. <laughs> oh my god, this is the most interactive album in the world. It's got the internet on it. Beatles rule. <laughs> my iPad only plays on this ancient piece of technology. I think I've made a mistake. <laughs> The unfortunate, <laughs> the the unfortunate nature of the situation is that the, the the culture that this that this system has created has has resulted in companies needing to do this. I mean, okay, just playing devil's advocate for just half a second here. Oh, um, please do. You know, because of you know the popularity and the kind of money that Candy Crush is bringing in, you know, that Candy Crush Saga is bringing in for these people, like. It, I understand why they felt the need to like you know put some you know because you know there were clones popping up in the in the app store and in the uh, in the in the Google Play store you know like you know clones of the game and this this is this is what you have to do to be able to protect your intellectual property right but because they were able to get a, a you know a protection for just something so broad as the word candy and and, and they're attempting to get something so so broad as the word saga when right. you know it you know it's it's the, the system sucks, but until the system has changed, this is what they have to do. And, and, and that's the unfortunate nature of this situation, because if they didn't do it, somebody else was going to. Well, it's, it's coming down to, and I could sum this up real quick. The American trademark system is comes down to you're only as powerful as your legal department, and that's the problem. Yes, because you know it's I, I don't know how King how big King was when they stole this Pac-Man game, but considering that it sounds like you're talking about a single guy developer making this game. Versus a company, it, 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 they King would probably still win out, just because. No, that, that's my that's right. my point. Because you know, I, 
I, you know, I don't, I don't know this for a fact, but it sounds like it, w- it would have been a single guy versus at least a couple guys in yeah. the company. Yeah. And so at that point, it really does it go to your exactly right. It comes down to who's got the bigger illegal defense. Yeah. And I, I'm reminded of the whole um, Edge fiasco. Do you guys remember that? Remind me. The word Edge was trademarked by a man, I believe his name was Tim Langdell or something like that. To the point where no one could use the word edge in any form of media or anything like that without paying licensing fees to him. Oh, what was this? This was, God, this was mid-90s it started. Oh, because yeah. because it, was con- it was considered, um, well, everyone thought that was the reason that uh, the game Soul Edge became Soul Calibur. Oh. And, uh, like, when Mirror's Edge came out, you know, they, had to, they allegedly had to pay these licensing fees and stuff like that because... This is still yeah. a thing? No, actually. Oh. A couple years ago, a judge looked at the guy with the trademark and said, you haven't done shit with the trademark, you're done. Because no, he didn't do anything. Part of the thing of trademarks is that you have to actually do something with it in order to maintain it. Um, well, you can't get a free paycheck out of just trademarking words. Exactly. What? So, uh, go on. No, no, I'll, I'll follow up on what Go just said, but go ahead and continue. So, you need to actually do something with a word. I mean, you shouldn't be able to trademark simple words like edge or, the. you know, th- well, of course not the, or like candy or even saga and stuff like that. Only I could see a combination of words. But... You know, it got to the point where this guy was literally just sitting on this word. Not okay, not literally <laughs> sitting on the word. And Sesame Street pops in my head. This dude is like, "I'm the edge." <laughs> <laughs> but this guy was just sitting on this word, sitting on this trademark. Just like, "Hey, you owe me money. Pay up." That's it. Just yeah. You, that's, 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 so when no. the judge and actually that whole fiasco is why. Um, and now you have to do something with a trademark at least once every five years because that guy has sat on it for like a decade until someone looked at it and just like, hey, wait a minute. He's not doing anything but collecting royalties. So, Slightly off topic, but at least that's the one thing that the trademark system has going for it. The patent system doesn't even have that protection. There are, you know, the patent system is insurmountably more screwed up than the trademark system is. What's up? You know, there are companies that all they do is buy patents just to own them, just so they can sue other people when they violate them. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, like, you know, this is where the, you know, the term patent troll comes from. That's what these people yeah. are. They, you know, they, they didn't invent the thing, whatever it is. They just bought the patent and then go out and sue other people. Right. And, you know, so at, at least, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not up on it. I know that there, there have been some changes with this recently. Um, but um, I, I don't know what, I, 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 I'm not sure what they were. But, you know, the, the, the patent system is, is way more screwed up than the trademark system is. So at least... At least the trademark system has that going for it. Right. So. Cool. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you guys are as angry about this as I am because, you know, I'm biased. I'm, you know, on the game that's being sued and stuff like that. I mean, and Goat, you were kind of involved, and, and Charlie, you're just here. But, I mean. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, Moral support, man. Come on. I'm just against the big, these big power drunk companies. I'm getting tired of it. Like, well, uh, yeah. we, we made it big. And we're going to make sure you don't, even though you have nothing to do with us. It's like, dude, back up. You make how many hundred? It'd be like League of Legends going after, like, I don't know, some other game and being like, you can't do that. Why? Because we did it already. We make $100 million a year. Well, let me make 1000 a year, dude. <laughs> like, seriously. What's yeah. the problem here? Yeah. <laughs> well, so like I say, play, playing advocate for a second, mm-hmm. this is kind of what they have to do. Because oh, if, if they did, well, but, but I mean, that, that's yeah. important to say is that, you know, if they didn't go out and, and, and you know, trademark these terms, I, I think you would have had to trademark the entire thing and maybe, like, you know, you know, you know 
patent the gameplay mechanics or something like that, yeah. as opposed mm-hmm. to just the word candy. Yeah. But I mean, like, if they didn't do this, technically there would have been nothing stopping EA, for, for example, from coming out with, you know, Candy Simpsons Crush Saga. And then, you know, as soon I'd as they put the that out. out of that. What's that? I'd play the That shit would out probably of that. suck me in, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and I understand plagiarism is the way the world works, and I understand why they do it, but it's just like, like this. It's so far different. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the the Candy Crush Saga is obviously some bejeweled game, and this is not. Not even close. Right. Leave them alone. But if they're the, nothing like you, just leave them alone. But <laughs> when they go, but later when they go after the actual copycats, the defense oh. from those will come back and say, well, how come you're coming after us but you didn't go after them? Because they're not like us. Well, they're, 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 yeah, they're, still, they're still both video games. If it was like a, a people who make video games going after people who made, like, Donuts. you know... Dogs, donuts, oh donuts, the donut saga. Yeah. It's not like Nestle's is going to have to rename all of the products that they manufacture. I was say something aside probably, from candy. I was say Wonka's probably pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Wonka's. No, he's, he's got, got no candy. He's, he's got no shortage of names. <laughs> so cool. Well, now that we got that out of our system. Yes, we did. Speaking of which, let's see what kind of words you guys would trademark. Okay, so our mailbag question, of course, was if you could trademark any ordinary word, how stupid would you be about it? Or what word, I guess, since, you know. <laughs> I, I like that whole, like, afterthought that question. You're like, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, and the word. We need the word. <laughs> um, Taylor says, trademark all the words. Which I don't think you can do because you'll be sued by all the companies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian says, out of 100% pure all-American spite, I would trademark the word king just so I can say to the company's CEO, I can do it too. Hold that shit and pay up, pencil dick. I applaud that and like it twice. And then <laughs> King would just change their name and, well. Well, yeah, they just changed their name to Candy. They already have that handled. Yeah. Candy Corporation. Yeah. yeah. Candy uh, games. That'd be weird. Then you got people come up to their door and they're like, hey, can we have some candy? Wrong candy. Move on. Uh, Daryl says, pretty damn stupid because I would trademark copyright so everyone could owe me. And then, uh, of course, Matches Elfring from Versus the Net who said he'd trademark the word crush to uh, round out the trio. <laughs> because, you know, they've already got candy and saga. They don't have crush because. Well, and Matches will win twice then because the orange pop it owed them too. <laughs> I think they might have had it first. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I I I, I want to go and I want to say that I believe I've come up with the fairest and yet still evil answer to this question. <laughs> Way to be neutral. Go on. I would copyright two. Which version? <laughs> so no one could ever put out a, uh, a sequel. <laughs> they can have their first shot of making a great game, but if it does well, everybody has their first shot. Every you know. <laughs> But if it does that's well, amazing. that's amazing. This is brilliant. The first shot's on you. Two on me. <laughs> no, but no, and but I, I do have uh, I do have um you know uh, some some uh, some good intentions here. This will also um, hopefully perpetuate more original IPs being created. Or the term also, or <laughs> more games with subtitles. I mean, it's not a perfect play. <laughs> come on, come on. A Halo also would have been amazing. <laughs> Halo again. <laughs> and again. <laughs> Still doing it. Halo. 
I, well, then, well, then everything probably come yearly anyways. You'd have like Halo 2014. <laughs> I'd play the but shit. That has a two in it. I'd play the shit out of also Halo. <laughs> <laughs> what game are you playing? Also Halo. Oh, that one's really good. You play Halo again? Yeah, that was all right. <laughs> Not as good as still doing it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, now to the actual emails. Uh, Sammy emails Wait, in. What would you guys copyright? Yeah, oh, what the hell? Yeah. I guess we probably should answer our own questions. Which yeah, I got so worked up over Charlie <laughs> trademarking two. So trademark three. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because the third one is always actually good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Goat, I have a feeling I know what you'd trademark. What? Goat. No, it's already happened. No, I want to be kind of like, I really want to kind of be like, kind of dick and like trademark like Hanukkah. <laughs> Just to make them That's pay. not anti-Semitism at all. <laughs> what? That's, no, I'm talking like Hallmark. Oh, it's not anti-Semitic. <laughs> here, here, here's, here's what I want to do. I, if time travel ever exists, I'm going to go back in time 10 years from now. And, trade, and trademark One Direction. So that, but I'm doing going to do a poor man's trademark and just mail it to myself. And then once One Direction happens, I'm going to come in, uh, come up to court and be like, "Hey, I made this!" And then suddenly all their money's mine. It's gonna be really no. Then then they just change their name. Yeah, I don't care. I'll have a two way street. Just 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 work with me on that. No, I think I'm remembering that One Direction did change their name. To like one D or something like that for almost no, exactly the same thing you just said. That means my plan is coming together quite nicely. <laughs> so that's where that so they've gone single dimensions came. So, yeah, something like that. Just I like their music. Hello. I would. I would definitely went from from one direction to probably two way street. I mean, it's the next logical step. <laughs> no, they're not that clever. Oh. They're teenagers. Anyway. They didn't even write their own music. What are you talking about? Their faces. There's no one in that band who's actually part of that band. I know. That's why I want all their money. Anyway. <laughs> so Sammy emails in, says she'd trademark VJJ, trademarked by Skank Enterprises LLC, and she clarifies it's slang for vagina, apparently. Thank you. So Sammy. then she would own the rights to all the VJJs? And Oprah. <laughs> Oprah uses that term. That's where that term started. Okay. Really? Yeah, Don't we, ask me why I know this. <laughs> Just know that I know this. Okay. <laughs> uh, Songbird emails in, of course. Says, Dear Viking Jesus, Goat, and Technotronicorn. Mailbag answer, fudge, I guess. But I'm not talking about the one you bake in the oven. The money I'd make from the Call of Duty kids alone would be unfathomable. Really? Really? She wants to sell us that the Call of Duty kids say fudge and not fuck. <laughs> no, no, I think that was her point. I think she was being... I think like, she was. I, I think she like was a, censoring herself. Like doing oh. a, a Christmas story. Oh. Yeah. Her and her highbrow humor. <laughs> Walk into it every time. Uh, every now and then, some gamer parent names their quote young goat after a game character. <laughs> what the hell did I do? <laughs> if you were to have one, what title would you give it? Also, what would you least likely name it? So let's <laughs> paraphrase that. I, okay, I, 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 I speak songbird, so I'll, I'll yeah, translate here. So every so often, parents name their children after video game characters. So go. Yeah. You're probably not going to be a part of this since you hate children. Okay. Pretend yeah, one of your lizards. <laughs> oh, 
Reptiles. So, not, if you were, so if you were to name so it, it's going to be a puppy. Not trouser snake. You could, sure, you could. Okay. No. <laughs> I just caught that, huh? Just caught, thank you, Charlie. So if you were to name a, a child or a pet after a video game character. Huh. That's a hard one. I'd unfortunately, if I ever have a daughter, I'll probably consider naming it Lightning. <laughs> That's not a hard life. <laughs> I'd, I'd go for the middle name, just to be safe. Really? I wouldn't actually do that. I'm just playing up to the joke. Zelda Lightning Nemo. <laughs> Dad, I can't get a date to the prom. That was the plan. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, 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 no. I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. I got this. So, here's, here's what we do now. This, this is brilliant. I just thought of this. Go gave me this idea. You name your kid Peach. Uh-huh. And so that way, when, when she's old enough to date and stuff like that, kid walks up to the door and is just like, here, hi, hi, I'm here to pick up Peach, and then I'll say, no, your princess is in another castle. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, nice. I pray that in 16 years from now, people still get that reference. <laughs> oh, they will. I, I'll I, make I, sure I, they do. Okay. We'll, have it, uh, we'll have it as iPod 17. I'm just show them, be like, this is what I'm talking about, kid. <laughs> With the officially licensed Nintendo version of Super Mario Brothers right Yes. On mm-hmm. Yeah, that the Beatles the, are getting uh, the money for. On the Nintendo phone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I would switch carriers in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> that kid go to, like, cricket, and I'd be like, I'm here. Give me my phone. <laughs> Sir, we have the worst service in the world, even Nintendo phone. Moving on. <laughs> Anyone else, what, what uh, gaming-related characters would you name your children and or I'm actually shocked at myself can... that I've not named a lizard Bowser after all the lizards I've yeah. had. Holy crap, yeah. 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 I have uh I have Sass at the moment and uh Fear, but uh nothing really video gamey and it's just right right there in my uh right there. Well now if you ever adopt a new, you know, scaly child mm-hmm. you have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing stands out to me. Nothing stands out? Well, you you wouldn't do as bad as Lightning, so you have that at least. Not a gaming reference, but Michelle and I briefly considered naming our first daughter, should that happen, uh, Jadzia from Deep Space Nine, because we think it's a pretty name. Jadzia? Jadzia. Jadzia Dax. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she comes with her own nickname, Dax. (laughs) Nice. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, when people think of the first Halo game, they tend to forget the title of it was actually Halo Combat Evolved. Usually most titles don't use subtitles unless there's a sequel, prequel, and etc. If you had to give the first establishment of a game series a subtitle, what would it be? Like an actual game series, but give it a subtitle? Like if the first game in a series... Um, oh, man, I got that. But we're not making up a game. We're, taking we're not a game. making up a game. We're, we're, make, we're, we're taking a game a, that already exists mm-hmm. and adding a, a subtitle. Adding a subtitle. Mm-hmm. So, like, Super Mario Brothers, the, the reptile slaughter, you know, this is something like that. That's a weird spin. <laughs> I was thinking, like, two brothers, one blizzard, but that's well, even it, worse. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it, no, wow. It, I tried no. to fix that, and I think I did worse. I, think I, I made it worse. <laughs> I don't know how I do that, but I have a knack for that. <laughs> So I got mine. Can I can I enter my uh, you may. Uh Fable Tonal uh damn it, I lost it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's it. It's just Fable Total. <laughs> no, um, no, um 
Total control. Fable total control. Does it mean you have a control of good, bad, evil? I didn't say it was a good name, it was just a name. <laughs> Trying to stick on target. I got one. Mario Party. Ending all the friendships. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't play the shit out of that. <laughs> I already have. Yeah. <laughs> 15 people are blocked on my Facebook. Thank you, Mario of... Party. <laughs> where you find out where your real friends and enemies are. Mostly enemies. Uh-huh. Um, you also find out what assault charges with a Wemo cost. Not cheap. <laughs> Coming up on next week's feature. <laughs> Tetris. Blocks Ahoy. <laughs> Tetris. Hey, I oh, come it. on. Let's be a little bit more honest. Tetris. Russians made it fast. Because <laughs> level 20, you're just, you blink, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much that. Or it looks easy, dot, 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 for now. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on. I have to start this in a voice. Mortal Kombat! Finish him. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, in order to prevent yet another, quote, po- polar vortex from entering the U.S., you three are summoned to stop the Canadian resident Sub-Zero before it's too late. What do you do? Yeah, Apparently you seen Sub-Zero the is Canadian. Yeah, you haven't seen the meme? Yeah, he's, he's totally Canadian. He's the reason we have the polar vortex. Sub-Zero wins. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, got it. Way to be relevant. Songbird coming out with the relevant swinging. <laughs> We're freezing our balls um, off, and she's like, hey, make a joke about it. All I'm going, I don't think we have any trouble keeping Canadians out of America because uh, they have it better up there. And they have hockey. And they have hockey. Like and, real hockey. And free health care. And maple syrup. And maple syrup. And, and their money's called loony. What? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I never knew that. I mean, realistically, if we need to keep Sub-Zero out of the U.S., I mean, we'll just, you know, hold a match up to him, and then he'll melt. Or he'll be like, ah. That'll be a fire just convince him. Just convince him how great Disney World is. <laughs> wow. And then he goes there. <laughs> then the mouse buys him. Back. <laughs> then the mouse buys him, and then he's like the hidden character in Star Wars 7. <laughs> <laughs> it's a left turn. <laughs> There's so many crossovers in that, I don't even know where to begin. That or he becomes uh, Deadpool's uh, right hand man. That'd be kind of cool. Deadpool Sub Zero, fighting crime, making crime. Wherever that goes. Creating crime and then slaughtering it. Yeah, whatever. So, so like that. Whatever, yeah. I mean, Sub-Zero says the F word. I'm in. <laughs> um, would you guys do anything differently to keep Sub-Zero out of America? Like, check his passport? No. <laughs> no. Sir, this doesn't look like you. Oh, yeah, I was having a bad face day, uh, so I don't look at all like I used to. Also, that's my brother. <laughs> So you're wearing yellow in this photo? <laughs> and your head is a skull? Yeah. And you keep telling me to come over here. <laughs> I've been here for ten minutes. <laughs> like, just check your bag again on the plane. I'm not getting any closer. <laughs> I've got nothing after that. <laughs> wow. Uh, Sub-Zero to TSA. <laughs> that needs to be a thing. <laughs> Anyway, web comic <laughs> artists, you know what to do. <laughs> thank you, Songbird, of course, for the uh, ever so entertaining email. Um, I think that's everything we got, right, gentlemen? Let's see, we covered sagas, we covered Nintendo. 
We oh, look, we've already got the lawsuit from King about uh, calling this episode uh, Gamerhead Saga. Oh, yeah. Bummer. We covered uh, Sub-Zero taking a plane. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Goat, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, no, just new music. Cool. When's uh, any update on when the EP's coming out? Uh, we have all the tracks. We are going through them with a fine-tooth comb. Dotting the lowercase J's, crossing the T's, um, so soon. Good. <laughs> Charlie, do you have anything? Other than a rash. <laughs> sure, all my personal business, jeez. Um, <laughs> no. Just look at your Facebook. It's all right there. What? Yeah, Did pop. I miss something? Yeah, you haven't seen that lately on his? It pops up like, Charlie got a new rash from <laughs> Rash App. <laughs> rash follow, unlocked. Follow Charlie's progress in real time from email. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's why, that's why you've got a webcam taped to your neck. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my neck. Oh, God, that's a oh. weird rash. <laughs> it's elephantitis of the nipple. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> note wow. to self: when we do episodes later, we're usually goofier. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple shows coming up in April. They're not till April. Um, <laughs> one's, at, one's at the Courthouse Pub in Goshen, Indiana, on April fourth. It's a Friday. Ghost looking at me funny. I, I, I had to Google that because that sounds like a made-up town name. Yeah, I had to Google it too, but <laughs> fucking whatever. And then I'm allegedly also going to be somewhere in some form somehow at Rivercon in South Bend, Indiana on April 19th. But they're still nailing down details and et cetera, so That's you have those look forward to. Huh? Just details and just BAM! Right, on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and with that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter, at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. Uh, we're on Google+. Plus. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on our own. We're on Google Play. We have the GamerHead... Oh, wow, there's a symbol there. <laughs> we're on... <laughs> we're on a symbol, everybody. <laughs> We're on Google Play. We have our own Gamerhead Radio app. It's free to download, and it's got five stars and ten plus downloads. And six amazing reviews. Um, Three of which are in this room. <laughs> may or may not be true. Um, uh, I lost my place. God damn it, goat. You hit the symbol. Don't Google, even blame me. Google Plus, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Uh, whatever you app. listen to us on, please five star us, upvote us, plus one us, like us, thumbs up us. Be careful with that last one uh, on whatever medium you listen to us on. Uh, if you have any questions, quandaries, conundrums, concerns, or... Pizza orders. Pizza orders, sure. Uh, email us, editors at GamerHeadRadio.com, or leave us a voicemail at 949-26-GAMER. Or you can, of course, contact us through any of the social media accounts that we've mentioned or uh, that we've mentioned previously. This episode of GamerHead Radio is brought to you by Candy Candy Crush Saga. Candy Candy Crush. It's not Candy Crush Saga at all, guys. We swear. This has been GamerHead Radio. <laughs>
searches the wild Technotronicorn randomly searches Google to find out about the two ya. See as he focuses in the iPad. I seen a two ya in the wild once. <laughs> Almost hit it with my car. Technotronicorn has never been filmed in the wild before. I'm going to approach it and hope it doesn't bite me. Hi, continue. <laughs>